0: Just had to <laughs> finish on that reminder for Lawson about how stings. bad his life stings. is right now, ah. how terrible and miserable oh, yeah. it is for him that some sport, some thing, somewhere is ruining his life. You're just
1: unpatriotic. That's what it is.
0: It's something to do with patriotism. Yes, it is. That's the whole point. Sport doesn't make a country gate. Great. Great. <laughs> gate doesn't make a country gate doesn't gate. make a country gate either <laughs> I'd love to see some sport and make a country gate no it doesn't it doesn't at all
1: oh you just don't get it
0: I do get it I get that people went to war for the freedom of our country and that's true patriotism wow,
2: not kicking a okay. piece of pigskin around a grassy Gee, patch what?
3: you s-
0: wanted to get heavy I brought the artillery <laughs>
1: Do you want to give us another
0: clue? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want me to calm down now? <laughs> the <huh>?
2: big guns.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's crazy that people can look at, um, you know, war veterans who've you know sacrificed so much and put them on the same level as heroism as people who just kick footballs well, we around. Don't. We don't. We do don't. You, ju- you say they're heroes. You say they're patriotic. I didn't say
1: that. I just said that you okay, just got to support next your clue. side. Anyways,
0: next clue. For this quiz, wait, I'm taking the wrong kind of pictures with my phone. Uh, by the way, if you want to check out uh, Instagram, uh, mm. where you can get little glimpses of the studio, what happens here, the shenanigans when the songs are playing, <laughs> and, uh, and also catch up on the um, <coughs> quiz clues, uh, our Instagram handle is faithfmlive, uh, lowercase one word. Go there, just click your finger on our profile picture, and you will see the like 24-hour videos. They're well, not 24 hours long. Yeah. They're only up there for 24 hours because they're yeah, live. They should be, though. We should do
1: a continuous live stream of the Faith FM studio.
0: Really? Yeah. Do you really want people to watch you all the time, all the stuff that you do during the song breaks?
1: Yeah, no, no, no. Keeping in
0: mind the stuff you do in the song breaks, lawsuit. (laughs) No, but
1: think about it, because if it's 24 hours, then there's going to be 12 hours of it's just like...
0: There's going to be 20... One hours when nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. So it'll be really interesting. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. What number am I? This is clue number one, two, three, four, five. It's actually the final clue unless we start coming up with more homemade clues for this, which I think we can considering the number that it is. Uh, so the last clue is Jacob had this number of sons. How many sons did Jacob Ooh. have? That is the number you are looking for. Give us a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM. 1-800-324-843. Can I give and, an additional clue? Uh, maybe the next clue can be your additional clue. Okay. Because yeah, yeah. we need additional Sweet. clues. Also, I need to remember to actually pick out a prize from the prize box. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it'll be really good. It'll
0: be, it'll be really good. I promise. It'll be a really awesome book. Let's do a book. Yeah. It'll be a really great book. Maybe actually. May- hey, I know. Maybe we'll let them pick their own prize. Yeah. Hey, if you can answer that quiz, give me a call. 1-800-FAITH-FM. If you get the answer correct, I'll get on the phone with you in the song break. And you can just, I'll just tell you all the prizes in our prize box. And you can tell me which one you want. Perfect. That is awesome. Why have I never thought about this before? You're a genius. You're an an innovator. I'm so onto it right now. (laughs) Good morning, Monica. (laughs) <laughs> okay, anyway, give us a call, one 800 faith if you know the answer, or zero four nine one zero six is our texting number. Uh, give us a guess at that quiz. Lawson, it is time for our encounter yes. with God.
1: Ha- Remind us, Monica, what did we talk about yesterday?
0: Yesterday we discussed at length whether or not getting angry was a sin. Uh, we discovered it wasn't, because Jesus got angry, um, God gets angry, you know, he has that wrath or that wrath, we couldn't quite figure out which one it was, but... Um, You know, and they're not, it's not a sin, it's just dangerous because anger was the result of the, um, uh, uh, I want to say creation of sin, the Mm. event of sin. Um, If there had never been sin, there never would have have any been been any reason to be angry mm-hmm. so the the two are closely and dangerously linked and uh, the bible warns us uh, many times to be very careful when it comes mm. to being angry because it is often on the way to sinning like it's often just one step away from losing control and when we lose control we know that that's when satan takes control yeah 100 um, percent. yeah so you know be slow to anger be slow to speak um uh, you know, it, be quick to listen, slow to speak. Uh, you know, and just just put that anger on hold as long as you can. Mm. And uh, we also discover that righteous indignation is Christianese. a mm. little phrase that people like to use to sort of justify their anger. Um, it doesn't. You don't need to have a special phrase for it. You just need to make sure that when if you are angry, if you are experiencing anger, um, that you definitely don't lose control and you definitely mm. don't um, cause yourself or someone else's mm. sin.
1: I love the. Um, it talks about in in that verse you you were quoting from James chapter one. And it says you know be be swifter hear that's it, yeah. swifter hear slow to wrath um, and slow to speak. That's then it, it yeah. says after that for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Mm-hmm. And so we need to yeah we, we looked at
0: that yeah we need
1: to be asking ourselves pretty often the the old W W J D what would Jesus do. In this situation And I think That's something that's been really helping me lately I've just been asking myself a lot Like Because different things come up And it's like What would Jesus do? And it's really been helping me get through
0: And we actually need to be careful Because even though we might think Oh, do you know what? The Bible says it's actually okay to be angry Provided we don't sin And then go off and be angry all the time You have to remember That in all the accounts of Jesus' life And his ministry When he was here on earth As far as I'm aware There's only one time Where he got angry Mm -hmm when he flipped the tables in the temple, when mm. he cleaned out his father's house. Mm. If all those years, angry once, you know we need to we need to put into perspective. We can't just be like, oh, it says we're allowed to be angry, let's be angry every day. Like, no. As, mm. you know, Jesus was slow to anger, so slow that he only got there once. And it's
1: interesting that that, that anger came from a place of, of compassion. Yes. he could see how people were hurting themselves. Mm-hmm. It wasn't an anger of like, ah, oh, you've done something to me. Well, essentially, to have the desecrated the temple, but his his anger was for the sake of the people and it's it's interesting calls you know the destruction after the judgment at the end time god's strange act yes you know it's it's a, it's a one time thing and it's not even for the purpose of anger but it's for the purpose of just the people around him yep, you know yep. for justice but today we're going to be talking about the logical progression of anger the the progression of anger often anger comes um, when there is conflict Mm. And today we're going to be touching over and, and talking about a little bit um, unresolved conflict and oh, yeah. just conflict in general and how we can we can get through that. Um, it's interesting here. Our twenty million movement lesson pamphlet comes to, from the perspective of um, in marriages uh, and of course neither me. Or you, Mon, are married, and so we're just yeah. doing our best. We're just yeah. winging it. But I,
0: <laughs> as I told Lyle yesterday, Lawson, mm-hmm. um, you know, in considering uh, potential life partners, you know how you should have a you know things that you were looking for. Right? Yeah. Um, probably the number one thing that I'm looking for. I mean, other than the obvious stuff, like you know, I want him to be a Christian Attractive. who follows you. G- <laughs> <laughs> Tall. <handsome. laughs> no. Um. You know, other than being you know a committed, somebody who is Christian who loves the Lord and follows Him with all his heart. Um. You know that's the basic stuff to me, but on top of that, one of the number one things that I'm looking for is someone who has excellent conflict resolution management skills, mm. because if they have immature or impaired or stunted, um, you know, ways of going about with dealing with conflict, that can just just be a oh a bag of mm. misery right there. Hundred percent. And so yeah, so even though yeah sure I am single, this is something that's actually really important to me. Yeah. So yeah.
1: And the thing about conflict, um, the the lesson pamphlet it, it explains here it says that conflict um can you know especially unresolved and and conflict in the way that it's not um you know when, when conflict arises if we're not going the right way about it it can lead to abuse yeah um, because there is that anger involved and 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 you can lose control and it can you know that uh, abuse comes in a number of forms physical verbal emotional psychological sexual um etc you yeah, know, there absolutely. So many ways in which people can be abused. I, I, I've really loved the segments where um, David Stojačik has come on, and I I, uh, I got to interview him a couple of months ago about this thing called gaslighting, uh, which is a oh, oh
0: yeah, which is a
1: form of abuse where you you know um, essentially make the person doubt themselves by denying everything they say. I'm mm-hmm. um, in a very closed situation, um, and it's 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 just crazy, and, and but that can all just stem out of unresolved conflict. Um, and that unresolved conflict comes from just anger in the heart. And so we're going to be looking here um, at our first verse of the day. Do you want to turn to Colossians chapter 3 and verse
0: 19? Yeah, basically? sure. While we're turning there, I do think that, you know, it, it, it can come out of unresolved conflict, but it also can just come out of never having learned or being taught or being mm. having someone model a healthy way to deal with your anger. Um, you know, I definitely, I definitely believe it can lead to abuse, you know, even stuff like, um, you know, Cold Wars, just, you know, not talking to someone anymore, mm. giving them the cold shoulder. That's, uh, that's, yeah. I thought you
1: meant like the Cold War, like between Russia and America.
0: Well, that's kind of what I was referencing <laughs> to. But, yeah, yeah, you know, but just giving someone the cold shoulder because, you know, you're experiencing conflict, you don't know how to
4: deal with it, that's also a form of abuse. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Welcome back. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but those things, like, that, that those different forms of abuse ultimately do come from a place of anger. Yeah,
0: it's, absolutely. Yeah. Anger doesn't have to be loud to be yeah. abusive. Oof. It can be very, very quiet mm. and subtle and insidious and just as destructive. It is. Colossians, what were Chapter
1: 3 and verse 19. Do you
0: mean Colossians or First Corinthians? No, Colossians. Okay, Ch- Colossians chapter 3 and verse 19. Yes. So I'm just confused because your Bible's open to 1 Corinthians, but then you have your phone Bible on top of that, so... Yeah. Yeah. Husbands, love your wives and never treat them harshly.
1: Oh here Amen. we go. Amen. Amen. Getting I some, love a gentleman
0: so... <laughs> and a gentleman.
1: A gentleman and a gentleman. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. Ah oh, that is it's it's such a um that that verse is very foundational. Yeah. It's like look there's another verse in the Bible that says, you know, wives submit to your husbands. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, we we all we often talk about um and in, in this in the sense of our relationship with God, the the reciprocality of it, how it's yeah. it's a, a two way street. God loves us, and we, you know, in His love that He gives to us, we choose to reciproc- reciprocate that love. And and it's the same thing here between a husband and wife. You know, it says when it talks about hus- uh, wives, it says wives submit to your husbands. But That's coming from the place that husbands love their wives, and um, and in the NIV it says, "Do not deal harshly with them." In the in the New King James, it says, um, "Do not deal bitterly mm. with them." This word here, harshly, bitterly, uh, this is this is an interesting word. This is actually um, comes from a Greek word which means um, in in this bitter way to be causing continual pain, intense hostility and expressions of hatred towards the other. Wow. So so Paul here, wow. he's just giving such a foundational point, such a foundational principle of marriage. It's like, hey, when you're married, do not deal harshly w- with one another. What does that mean? Don't be in a place where there is intense hostility, continual hatred. Um,
0: expressions of hatred. Expressions yeah. of hatred
1: and continual pain. That, that, that doesn't constitute... Um, what love and what marriage should be about. That's, that's not a part of the picture um, essentially.
0: And I, and I just want to come back to what we were talking about before that, you know, in light of this, this explanation there, like there's so many ways you can cause someone pain. So, you know, yelling at them or or being physically violent is an obvious one but then there's the non-obvious ones like ignoring someone can cause Mm. them pain can cause them grief yeah Yeah, so figuring out and learning how to deal with that conflict is a a huge issue because Mm. you really can cause a lot of pain if you don't have healthy methods to deal with it this this Bible verse actually reminds me uh, Lawson of a conversation Lyle and I had just recently uh, where we were talking about once again you know what I wanted in a man and I was saying how I wanted someone who was gentle and he was like huh? And um, he'd always sort of gentle as a description of the Bible as being like someone who's a bit, you know, a dude who's a bit effeminate, and a bit soft, and, you know, a bit of a hippie kind of a thing. Mm. And I was like, no, I don't mean that at all. Like, he can be like a strong, manly man. He can be like some sort of wood chopping kind of dude. Lumberjack dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I want him to be gentle in the way he treats me. Like if I stuff up, I'd love it if he was gentle with me when I make mistakes and, you know, in the way he dealt with his family. Mm. And so I see the harsh and the gentle as being, mm. you know, the cruel was the word I used when when Lyle was like, I've never thought about the opposite of gentle being cruel. Mm. But this is, you know, this to me is speaks of where the phrase gentleman comes from. Mm. We want someone who is gentle, who is not harsh to their wives, who loves their wives. Yeah. Mm.
1: What it's getting at here, this verse, um, it sort of takes, it says, do not deal harshly with them. um, And they don't deal harshly with them because they love their wives. Yeah. So I think it would be really beneficial for us to really get to the bottom of, um, to just explore a little bit the godly definition of love and what that looks like. Um, and I mean, in the, in the thousand percent biblical way, like we're going to be just looking at some verses being like, wow, that's really cool. We know in first John four chapter, first John chapter four and verses seven and eight, um, you'd probably know verse eight, but in verse seven, it says, let us love one another for love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God, um, and knows God. And then the classic first John four, eight, he who does not love does not know God for God is love. Love. Um, Whenever I think about love, you know, and I think, think about biblical definitions of, of love, um, my mind immediately goes to 1 Corinthians 13. Yeah. In fact, we, um, at, at our church in Raymond Terrace, I, I'm one of the, the young, uh, the, the youth um, Sabbath school leaders, and we've kind of made our own mock lesson pamphlet um on the lines of relationships your study guide yeah yeah, yeah, yeah we made yeah. our own study guide on relationships and, and we've we're uh, about to finish up this weekend we'll be finishing up our four-part um series on romantic relationships and the, how, how, how they should be um and i did mine on yesterday i took some some notes from the adult sa- s- Sabbath school guide um about you know because last week it was about loss and i was um particularly inspired by the whole section on loss of trust mm. um, and how that's definitely, you know, breaking someone's trust is not loving and we need to resolve those different things. Um, but yeah, in that Bible study, it just sort of led me, I wasn't even preparing this, but it just led me back to first Corinthians 13. Cause it's like, man, where should we go to, to find the resolution to conflict, to find how we should truly love one another, man. First Corinthians 13, it's known as the love chapter. Um, and You know what, Mom? What's that? Do you want to to read it for us?
0: Do you know what? I really do. And I think a lot of people actually recognize this chapter because I think even outside of Christianity, this chapter is used Mm. a lot. I don't... Anyone who's ever been to a wedding will probably have seen this chapter in use because Mm. they often have it, you know, put it in the the wedding... um, Little, what's that little thing they get the, the vows? No, 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 no. In the uh, little piece of paper you get when you walk invitation? in invitation. No, no. no the, the, uh, the, 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 uh, the order of events. Yes. Okay. Like when you arrive, then you get the, the program. bulletin, like a church bulletin, but instead of wedding. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So First Corinthians. Thirteen. Thirteen.
1: And you can just you can just start in, in verse one, and I might stop you.
0: Okay. But if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. Mm. Love is patient and kind. Love is not jealous or boastful or proud or rude. It does not demand its own way. It is not irritable and it keeps no record of being wronged. It does not rejoice about injustice, but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. Love never gives up, never loses faith, is always hopeful and endures through every circumstance. Prophecy and speaking in unknown languages and special knowledge will become useless, but love will last forever. Now our knowledge is partial and incomplete, and even the gift of prophecy reveals only part of the whole picture. But when the time of perfection comes, these partial things will become useless. When I was a child, I spoke and thought and reasoned as a child, but when I grew up, I put away childish things. Now we see things imperfectly, like puzzling reflections in a mirror, but then we will see everything with perfect clarity. All that I know now is partial and incomplete, but then will I know everything completely, just as God now knows me completely. Three things will last forever, faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these? Is love.
1: Oh man, isn't that just so pretty? Yeah. Like, beautiful. Oh, I
0: love, I love it. I, it's, love it's very it. poetic and yet so deep. Dude, yeah.
1: Paul, man, if he hadn't chosen to be a eunuch by choice, oh man, this guy could speak. Yeah. This guy would be able to pick up big time because that is just
0: <laughs> that is just it's actually, yeah, amazing. It really woos your heart when you read yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. It inspires you. And actually, I mean to some degree it shows you up. Like when you read there, you know, love is patient, kind, it's not mm. jealous, it's not boastful, it's not proud, it's not rude, it doesn't demand mm. its own way. You sort of go, "Oh man, my love is rubbish." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what love do I have to give? Like, you know, I need Jesus's love to to, to purify me mm. of my wretched love.
1: Well, it's <laughs> interesting in the in the first 3 verses there, it, it 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 sort of goes on about the, you know, we could be doing all the practical, we could have all the practical application of all the scriptures, and we could be doing all these amazing things, but if we don't have love, we're nothing. Um, But then it gives a description of of what what love actually looks like, and and that description, um, it, it then... It gives a description of what what love looks like. You know, love is patient. Love is kind. Uh, You know, love suffers long and does not envy. But then it goes through a bunch of does nots. Mm. Uh, You know, it does not behave rudely. It isn't puffed up. And I tell you what, like, you know, those things, like, I think about a relationship and emotional uh, abuse, does Not fit into that category. No. we'll, we'll be getting uh, back uh, after this is Faith First was great as love.
3: A faith that can say to the mountains, move from here to there, but there's nothing in this world as great as love. Yeah, I may speak in the tongues of men and the tongues of angels, and I may have the gift of knowledge and the gift of prophecy. I may have a faith that can say to the mountains, move from here to there, but there's nothing.
1: That was Faith First with First with Great as Love." Oh, love that song! You were quite enjoying that. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Nineties the, <laughs> <90s> throwback. <laughs> oh, I just love Faith First so much. Like when you listen to their albums, uh, especially that that the album that that comes with. Uh, that that comes from is the album To You. And the last half of the album is all their, their sort of live family reunion stuff, which is a bunch of really powerful um, gospel-y songs and some covers of hymns. But then the first half of their album is some stuff they did in the studio. And, like, the song Shine On and Great Is Love, and it's just, like, these classic, late 90s, jazzy, funky bangers. It's, like, so good.
0: <laughs> I had no <sighs> idea you knew this much about this band. I, was, I think it was the first time I've ever heard one of their songs. <laughs> <laughs> I quite liked it, though.
2: Oh, it it's a, awesome. It I love very it. very sort of Oof, kind of yeah.
0: yeah, yeah.
1: All right, another clue for the quiz.
0: Yes, Lawson, you promised us that you had made oh, yeah. up a quiz clue, and so now I would like to hear it. Wait a second, let me just get my... Oh, here we go. My front camera happening. Okay, go.
1: So my clue for the quiz is actually a little bit of a tack on of the of the last um, quiz, which was um, clue, which was Jacob clue. had this number of sons. Yeah, well, it's actually the same number is the number of tribes of israel
0: i was going to say the exact same thing oh well, there great you go mi- man. great minds clue alike how many <laughs> tribes of israel were there
2: great give, minds clue, clue alike. You like that one <laughs> yes
0: <laughs> give us a call if you know how many tribes of israel there were uh 1-800-FAITH-FM 1-800-324-843 if you can get the uh, answer right we will give you any prize you want i'm going to take you through all the prizes in the prize box and you can just pick the one that sounds best to you Damn, there you go. Yeah, dude, that's we- like the ultimate prize. The have whatever you want prize. Yeah. 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 I'm so
1: keen. <laughs> Just call us, please. One 843 You will get a prize. But of course we've been talking about love. Yes. How love can suck or be bad. Yeah. And how love can be great and really good. And um we, we went through first Corinthians thirteen and it gives us this whole perspective of of, of how love behaves. Essentially, like, what is the behaviour of love looks like? Um, and it says here, love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself; is not puffed up. That word "puffed up" there is to act, you know, prideful. Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: Be full of yourself.
1: You know, uh, arrogant. It does not behave rudely. Does not um, seek its own. Is not provoked and thinks no evil. Um, I mean, I touched on before the song break how it's you know abusive. Behaviors usually fall under these categories of behaving rudely, being prideful, having envy. Um, and the Bible is very clear. It's like, no, love does not have those things. Yeah, it's not in there. Uh, um, it's not. You know, relationships. It's not part of the recipe. Relationships could, should be conducive to to the growth and support of the people who are in them. Um, not the the draining and the and the the hurting and the the yeah those. That's what's another synonym for draining and hurting. Exhausting. Exhausting, yeah. you know. It's it
0: Shattering. Yeah,
1: 100%. You know, we are... <laughs> oh, I'm going to get a bit explicit, but not really. Look, um, the correct context, for example, of, of sex in marriage is to be something that is good. Yes. That does support one another. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And it's... And it's uh, when that is taken out of context, it can be terrible. But also, mm. you know, just when behaviors... Um, uh uh, portrayed in marriages that that are just abusive like it's just it's just not then conducive to that person you know either person in the relationship actually growing and being supported or benefited by that relationship and i think i I look around me i i see some very powerful very amazing relationships i i always like to talk about uh lyle and shell southwell Mm. you know because they're just they're just so awesome and um you know the pastor I'm working for at the moment, Blake Blake Penland and his wife Malvinus. Um, these guys who are just who've just got awesome, strong relationships, and that's because um, their relationships they they get real support from those relationships, and they they really grow in those relationships, and their partner is really there for them. Um, and that's because they're following the biblical principles of love.
0: Yeah, they're putting yeah. God first, hundred percent. And by that way, by doing that, they can actually mm. uh, serve each other much better and have a much stronger relationship.
1: Yeah, you know, a, a relationship where both parties feel um, protected, um, where an anger—we talked about anger yesterday and how it is dangerous. Sometimes it happens, but but it, you know, and it's not necessarily like a sin inherent of itself, but it's a result of like anger only exists because sin exists. Um, you know, a, a healthy relationship is one where anger is managed in a healthy way, um, and you know. A healthy relationship is one where, where serving one another is just the norm. It's the normal thing to do. And so I, I think for those of you out there, um, young lovers who are, you know, in the, in, the, in the process of you're dating or you're courting or you're considering for marriage or you're just single, really put the principles of love um, that God has given us first. and And in fact, not even that, put God first. Amen. Put God first. Um, uh, A girl that I've uh, been working with, her name's Jasmine, and she has been, uh, you know, we've been doing some Bible work together, and we were just having a chat one day about, like, oh man, like, because we're both young, single people, we're like, what what does healthy relationship look like? And she drew this diagram, and it's a triangle. And now imagine with me, there's a triangle, and at the top of that triangle, um, at the point of that triangle, at the top point of that triangle, is God. And then at the two side points of the triangle is you and then the other person. And as you move closer up the triangle to God, you move closer to each other. And I was like... Wow, that's a really cute illustration. If you if you didn't get that, that didn't make sense. Well, uh, no, it you,
0: makes perfect sense. It does yeah, make sense as you go up the sides of the triangle, you get closer to each other as well as to the top. Um, to, yeah. to the top, yeah.
1: to to God. And I, I'm just like, I am just such a huge proponent. I just um, promote so so much, um, just going to God. And I I can um, talk about you know it, very lightly. Uh, my sister, my older sister, Madeline, she is getting married soon. And it's awesome, and I, you know, I really love her. Her her partner Kane, um, he's he's an awesome dude. Uh, but when they started their relationship, they were both in a pretty gnarly place, um, really lacking in that relationship with God, um, and and you know they they really struggled. Um, they really struggled to get by without that relationship with God and without putting the you know God's principles of of love first. But now. Um, you know God's really turned that around, and now they're both you know regularly um they're very involved in their churches and they're 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 um just following God with everything they had and and have and and now that's led to their they're getting married and they love each other and they're just living an awesome life and Praise that's God. conducive to them supporting one another um
0: and that's the lifestyle that Jesus has in, has in mind for people. Exactly, Yeah.
1: 100%. And, and I'm just like so stoked. They're getting married up in, in, uh, in Foster in October and my sister, she actually just asked me I'm going to be emceeing her wedding and I'm going to be playing guitar there and, and singing some songs for them and it's just going to be awesome and powerful and I'm just so keen to get up there and I'm so stoked. Um, but that's just because you know all of this is happening because of the work that God's done in their hearts. Um, that they've come closer to God, and by that, they've come closer to each other, and now they're getting married. Amen. And that's awesome. Praise, praise the Lord. And, you know, for sure, me and Mon, we look forward to getting married yeah. one day.
0: <laughs> Not to each other. Not to each other. <laughs> <laughs> that came out a little bit wrong. <laughs> Lawson, I, I, you know, if you were like 15 years older. I, I might be interested <laughs> Oh
1: cute Yeah maybe even yeah. 20
0: years old yeah. <laughs> But yeah you're a sweetie And I look forward to being at your wedding to someone else
1: yeah. Well I'll, we'll I'll see how we brownies. go I'll make brownies I've got some work to do I'll man, make you to a get brownie get wedding yes. cake
0: Would you like a brownie wedding oh, cake? Yes Yeah If a you clear br- it with your future bride I'll you make know, you a brownie wedding cake
1: Trash the old classic You know the, the, the cake. white cake or whatever mm-hmm. it is oh. A brownie wedding cake Yeah With a cool picture of me on the top
0: You mean you and your bride?
1: No, yeah, okay That's why I have lots of work to do (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I was going to
0: say We're going to have to read over 1 Corinthians 13 a couple more times So we can sort of
1: It's not puffed up
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, definitely not puffed up Okay, stay tuned This is Melissa Otto with I Know What Love Is Yes I know what love is and I want
5: it I know what love is and I need it so When I'm deprived I get tired I think that's just the way i feel I wired I know how it speaks, I know how it treats me I know it's touch and I need it so much I know it's smile, I know the look in its eyes I know that it's patient, I know that it's kind. And I need you I want I know what love is and I need it So when I'm deprived I get tired I think that's just the way I feel wired I know it believes I know the hope that it sees I know it will give its life for me I know its voice and what is lovely to me Though nothing stronger it sounds like a melody And I you love and I miss
4: you go how did we let you go
1: are you looking for a way to turn your life experience into an enriching gift for helping those around you a counseling degree at avondale college of higher education could provide you a great foundation to assist others through life's difficulties Study in a personalised environment alongside a fantastic support network and community on our Lake Macquarie campus. Apply to study counselling today at counselling.avondale.edu.au. It's higher education designed for life.
0: Have you ever been challenged by evolution? Ever struggled to give a reasoned answer for your
2: faith? Or ever felt overwhelmed by the predominance of belief in evolution?
0: Then you need to be at the 2019 Faith and Science Conference. 13 top-level scientists and professors from around the world will be presenting on the most astounding discoveries completely refuting the theory of evolution. July 16 to 19,
2: Avondale College, Kerumbong, New South Wales. For details, call us now on 1-800-324-843.
6: Beautiful name, it is the name of Jesus.
0: Beautiful name indeed, beautiful and worthy of our love. We are back with a breakfast show today with Lawson and Mon. Thank you, Lawson, so much for filling in for Lyle. We appreciate it, Lyle. As we mentioned before, he's strapped to the top of a church building somewhere classic being like the hunchback of Maitland classic Lyle <laughs> move I wouldn't expect Lyle to be anywhere else
2: yeah. to be honest that's just his thing
0: we still have a video out what they call those women that are on the front of old ships but anyway oh, true. Yep. Lyle's doing a good job and uh, a necessary job but Lawson
2: mm-hmm.
0: it is time for Question of the Day yes. and before we do that I just want to tell you that the quiz got snapped up I'm so excited about this uh, congratulations uh, to David from Hove in South Australia you are of oh, course yeah. the uh, correct answerer and the answer being the number 12. And so, Dave, I'm going to call you back after the show, and I'm going to take you on a journey through the prize box. Oh, yes. And you can pick whichever one you want. I'm so excited. It's like the best ever prize. Just pick whichever one you want. So, David, expect a call uh, in about like 20 minutes-ish. Lawson. Yes. It's time. It's time. It's time. Mm-hmm. So, someone actually asked a question, and I think probably because they were listening to our little segment about love and 1 Corinthians 13, this kind of thing. But, you know, Christians, we kind of like have the monopoly on on true love, on God's love. Um, So are we only supposed to love each other? Like this is like an exclusive thing. Do we only have to love other Christians? Mm. And everyone else can just go away. Rack off. Yeah, because, you know, they're obviously not doing things right. Mm. don't deserve it. Where
1: my mind immediately goes um, (coughs) is to the book of John because there's a number of stories in John that are just incredible. But the one I want to – tell today. Because, you know, should Christians love other people? Well, man, we should go to the Christ and see what he did. We should okay. go to Jesus and see what he did. And I immediately go to, to John chapter 4. It's yes. like one of my favorite stories in the Bible. Because you've got these two groups of people um, in, in first century Israel. Um, one group of people is the Jews, and the other group of people is the Samaritans. And now they very, very much bitterly hated uh one another they really disliked one another um and that's because the the jews were sort of like the pure-blooded jewish you know israelites like they have their They routes. were kind
0: of like what we would call now the uber christians right
1: yeah they were like the the legit dudes yeah, they were like yeah. yep you know we're legit and then you got these group of samaritans who are there's a lot of different speculation but essentially they were mixed-blooded jews
0: so you got uh, the purebreds and you got the mutts. Yeah, the Essentially, that's what's and going on. The bits of dogs,
1: and it was exactly the same um, with their when it came to their religion. Um, the Samaritans had aspects of you know the the Jewish religion, you know the Judaism involved in in their religion, but for the most part, they were worshiping idols, you know, worshiping false gods. Um, they they were you know caught up in Zoroastrianism and and all these kinds of things. Um, and so, yeah, the Jews just shunned them so hard. They were just like, nah, Samaritans are, you know, they're they're trash. Like, we don't have dealings with Samaritans." And we see this guy, this Jesus guy, this awesome Jesus guy. He, uh, he, he is traveling, and and him and his disciples pass through Samaria. They pass through Samaria, and they arrive to Jacob's well, which was a well that that Jacob made, and. While they're at Jacob's well, there's a woman there who's drawing um, from the well at the sixth hour. And now scholars speculate, oh, why well, was she drawing at the sixth hour? Um, we actually learn later on that this woman uh, was not only a Samaritan who Jews hated. Uh, she was also a known adulterer in her city. She was a known adulterer. She, she was a Samaritan. She was a woman. She was just everything. She was bottom of the food chain. She was bottom of the food chain, mm-hmm. you know, in her culture. Definitely someone
0: to shun justifiably. Um,
1: and Jesus, you know, goes to her and says, give me a drink. And she's she's very stunned by this. She says, oh, like, don't you know that the, the Jews don't have dealings with, with Samaritans and, and whatnot and so forth. And, and and he ultimately comes to this woman and says to her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. mm Living water is 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 a metaphor for a couple of things. It's you know the Holy Spirit, but mostly it's it's talking here about salvation. Like so, he Jesus goes to this Samaritan woman, the bottom of the food chain, one of the most disliked people at the time. You know, someone who is not following God, someone who is you know just not in the, just in the wrong place at the wrong time, and says to her, "Take this living water." He offers salvation. And, and it's, uh, it's powerful, and it's awesome, and it's an amazing story. And I think we should be doing the exact same thing. We should be coming to people and offering them the, the gift and the love that Jesus has given us. I sit here as someone who was not Christian, and a group of Christians came to me and said, you know, Lawson, like, come and follow Jesus and they loved me and they cared for me and they brought me from A to Z and now I'm sitting here telling people about it on radio and it's powerful and it's awesome and amazing.
0: In the same way that Jesus offered that woman at the well love, we should be offering God's love to people around the world who desperately need it. 100%. Stay tuned, gift coming up soon.
4: Fresh. My
0: Welcome back to the show. It's now the end of our breakfast show today with Lawson and Mon instead of Lyle and Mon. Thank you, Lawson, so much yep. for coming in. And once what again, I do. just filling in the gaps. We really appreciate you, Lawson. You're a blessing to this show. Right now, though, it is time yep. to give away free stuff. I oh, love yes. to give away free stuff. Uh, today is a really important book, uh, Lawson. Mm. It's called After God's Heart, A Study mm. in Brokenness from the Life of David. If you'd like to get a copy of this book, I'm just going to tell you right now, you need to call and you need to call fast. 1-800-FAITH-FM. It's 1-800-324-843. You don't have to do anything other than be the first person through. You don't have to answer anything. You don't have to send us nothing. You're just going to be the first person to call. Um, so this, this book, it's, you know... It talks about. It's, David wrote so many of the psalms, and so many of the psalms, you know, tell of uh, of, of sin and of sin. And um, you know, and David was what the Bible called uh, a man after God's own heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, there's so many signs to David, but there's obviously been tragic moments. And so this book, "After God's Heart: A Study in Brokenness from the Life of David," um, delves into some, some of the brokenness and how he got healing through God, and how we can too. Uh, so this actually was based on a television series, also called After God's Heart, and uh, and they wrote a book, um, you know, about it. And it was it's about healing, it's about mental health, it's about um, becoming, you know, one again with Jesus, and and finding that health and that that point in your life when you can keep moving forward. Uh, so we've discussed some heavy topics today. We've just talked about love. We've talked about giving up, about hopelessness. This definitely is a book um, that will touch your heart. If today uh, you heard something that you want to know more about. So give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM, 1-800-324-843. And if you'd also like to study more about the Bible, learn more about the Bible and what God has to say to you and what God's love can mean for you, give us a call on that number as well, 1-800-FAITH-FM, and we can definitely show you how to study the Bible for yourself and with others. You have a
3: blessed day. Oh soul, are you weary and troubled? No light in the darkness you see. There's a light for a look at the Savior, and life more abundant and free. all alone there, over us in no more have dominion for more than conquerors we are, and turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in His wonderful face.